0: Hey there, Zookeepers, it's Brandon, one of your Kansas City kaijins and one of your Hollywood kaiju bad boys. We have a very special episode of Podzuki because we are talking Shin Kamen Rider. As you know, we've all been pretty hyped about this, so we got a very special episode with myself, Zachary Boyce, Luke Evans Flip, and then special guest Kevin Potus back from Shin Ultraman to talk more Shin. All the Shin you could handle, really. As always, if you like this episode, like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using or how it works nowadays, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, you can find us. And then as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Podzuki, or you can email us at podzukipodcasts at gmail.com, and we'll read whatever insane thing you read on air. It's fun like that. Well, that's enough talk. Let's just get to the show. Render unto Gidro what is Gidras. Ten to one he sees up through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print
1: and
2: be like, What's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel good wheel Back when it was greasy as curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how to use a teaser about his peasy head. Yes, yes,
0: y'all to the beat.
1: I don't know, people who are stuck in their houses, so they started building model yeah. trains and they're like well i think i should upgrade yeah to bigger. they start model trains <laughs> then they do like the little kitty ladybug trains from the zoo those look so and funny. then
0: they go to the big trains if they're like really dedicated the third level would be those like little trams they have like at disney world you get on that Hell, are yeah. quite not train yet but almost train. you know real freak shit um <laughs> just real fucked up i left my keys on here i realized Uh, yeah i'll just get into it welcome to podzuki america's only podcast about good christian fun um i'm one of your well we're doing kind of like a hybrid episode i should get into it before we start martin is out today uh sadly due to sleep and other things. he's sleepy we hate him he's a fucking little piece of shit no we we really we feel it a lot of prana yeah he's a lot of prana oh, oh. well i can't wait to get him that <laughs> <laughs> no nah, he's he had a long night didn't get any sleep so I, yeah it's like come on get, get your rest you'll be fine don't worry about it well we have this fun episode for you to listen to and enjoy um one of, with our 40 other listeners uh what's up guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, good times I, i'm another
1: one of year. kaiju hollywood bad boys luke evans flip i've returned so we're back to doing the thing hopefully yeah Why well, martin's do, the one out
0: i didn't do the proper intro since we have also we'll introduce some after this but we have some of the people from the super sentai side project so i'm both one of your kansas city kaijins and one of your hollywood kaiju bad boys brandon kirkman ooh, ooh, ooh. Th- thank you thank you for the support anytime uh I'm a
2: Shocker Project half-human half-pack of Newport Shorts, uh, Zach Boyce,
0: <laughs> also known as Aug69, Yeah. <laughs> Just getting that right now, uh, augie doggy, doggy, daddy I, f- doggy I fucking, <laughs> we're gonna, listen, I can't even wait until we introduce our guest, I, I can't wait to talk about this movie, everybody knows how much I love Kamen Rider, we're gonna talk about Shin Kamen Rider, but my favorite thing about this, I'm gonna say this right now off the top before we introduce our guest, wait to talk, um is the fact that it felt like the whole movie was video game mechanics. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I love I love it so much for like, I was, like, playing a tutorial the whole time and enjoying it. Anyways, uh, joining us, special guest. He was with us for Shin Ultraman, so it only seems right to get him back. It, guys, it's... Everybody's favorite thought cop, uh, <laughs> <laughs> tied with Grant Answick, and, Zwick and uh, uh, we'll say also Aaron Klawfer too. Okay. Uh,
3: okay. It, News to me, but okay. Yeah, it's, it's Kevin Podis. Pod yeah, yeah, I thought we you know, we friends for years. I thought maybe you know we yeah. you've had me in the show like five times.
0: If uh, my friend Robert Kuschel is listening, I'm, I'm probably still pronouncing his last name wrong, and I'm like saying Podas. Yeah. yeah, my
3: freshman year gym teacher thought that was really funny. He's like <laughs> Podas, and no, he said Pudas. Oh, poo-dass. Yeah. okay, it's kind of funny. He he pushed it a little. A little, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, Something about that magic of, like, in our generation of having just teachers that were volatile and hated children. I mean, they're still out there. I think it's less of them. Like, my driving instructor was also our gym coach, which is a fun way to do things. It seems like that's usually the case. Yeah. But um, I got really nervous once and he asked me if I was the R word. Um, (laughs) It was really
3: cool. (laughs) Yeah, that happened to me once as well. Like, in front of a class He's like, no, I'm not going to repeat it. But... <laughs> yeah. We all know what the R word is. Yeah, we all...
1: Radical. Yeah. It, it rolls off the tongue really well. I know, like, you can't say it anymore, but it is a word I like saying when I'm alone. <laughs> like oh. another word I like saying alone. <laughs> uh, big boy. Um, no, yeah, it's... Uh, Cut that out later. Uh, we,
0: no, we'll put it in... We're actually going to end the word you saying it with AI. Um, <laughs> I think they could be done now. key like, Yeah. Um... Where is it going with that? Yeah, teachers are terrible. I hate them. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's a little inside baseball since my you know my wife's a teacher. She does a really good job. She likes it a lot. So
3: okay,
0: okay, fair enough. So yeah, we had you on. For off Shin. to a great start. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I've had half a beer, so I'm gonna get fucking nuts. Oh boy, yeah, these these Bud Zeros are these are <laughs> these are hitting me pretty hard. Placebo effect, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we had you on for Shin Ultraman. Mm-hmm. You've seen Shin Godzilla too. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, we'll go around the table we've all seen have you seen shin godzilla no oh fuck i know well, what
1: is the what is the nature of the prefix shin like that's like je- m- new? new new
0: mm-hmm. also can mean goddess sometimes in japanese it's well. also
1: like i'm sure we talked about this with the other shins but these that i've been calling this the shin trilogy because yeah. you got shin godzilla shin ultraman and now shin Kamen rider yeah and that's because of uh, Hideaki Anno being involved. Like, that's what people got yep. nuts about this. Especially this one, Hideaki Anno. For those who don't know, if you're an idiot... If you're <laughs> a fucking... I almost said the R-word. Hideaki, <laughs> Hideaki Anno is a legendary anime director. Did Evangelion. Changed anime forever. Mm. And lots of lots of weebs talking about 14-year-old... Which 14-year-old girl is better. Yeah. <laughs> but...
0: Which I feel like is fine if you find the anime when you're like thirteen or fourteen, like when I did. But these are like thirty year old men at this. Well, point even I back do.
1: then I like I like Misato anyway. Yeah, <laughs> the real man's choice. I've been more on Ritsko lately, which oh, is was, weird. Oh
0: wow. wow, it's got a complicated relationship going there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I also want to say too, like the uh, the nerds online have also been saying the new uh, Evangelion movies are considered the Shin Evangelion movies, which I
1: no, I, I don't adhere to. No, that, it's I silly. I rebuild. What I've always yeah, heard I don't too, like, like this
3: sort of thing happening now where they're trying to like retroverse Evangelion into like the Godzilla and the Ultraman kind of stuff there's a lot of crossover material with that yeah I think Evangelion is just in it's only it's yeah I agree other anime other mech (laughs) stuff and then all this other stuff is like a what's the term tokusatsu yeah tokusatsu yeah
0: which I think it's the funniest fucking thing because they, as a joke, and I still think it's really brilliant, they made a, basically like a giant Megazord of all of the Shin movies now and the Evangelion. So you yeah, mm-hmm. the, they made this toy where you get the Evangelion, you get Godzilla, you get Kamen Rider, you get Ultraman, and you can put them together like a Megazord and it looks like a Megazord. And then fans are online are saying that's how you can say that's officially Shin Evangelion because it's I, part of the set. I and don't like that. It's fucking funny once again to hear 30 to 40 year olds Argue that this is part of it because there's
3: a toy of. It. Yeah, that's our word. <laughs> <laughs> that is our word. <laughs> that's our <laughs> word. Chin. Yeah. Uh. And I do have
1: a really cool model. It's uh, Godzilla, like a like a Mech Godzilla, but he looks like uh, Ava Unit One.
3: Yeah, yeah. I oh, I my, think cool. yeah, that I have. my ray really cool. Yeah,
2: I thought you were gonna say when you put them all together, it makes your dad or something. Yeah. Like like, <laughs> Made, for a lot of people, makes your dad <laughs> yeah. cry. I mean, yeah. knowing
1: Anno, know, it could be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes your dad pull a Lawrence Olivier like I
3: have no son. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man, this is a good time. <laughs> it's a
1: jazz singer
0: reference. I'm I'm also glad we're doing this episode because I, I say in the group chat, we've had a whole day to have online discourse about the movie, and uh, guys, I gotta be honest, I'm pissed. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's, it's most, okay, overall, I'm on Twitter, I'm also on Blue Sky, I'm on Mastodon, I'm a really cool guy. I'm, Where's uh, an invite, man? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm working on it. Well, get me saying, out of there. I've been <laughs> saying, Jake, give it to me. Yeah. Um, I know he's not really the you. We don't need to get into it, but... Uh, for the most part everybody seems to really like the movie after the premiere in America which is cool but I noticed something insane which is like really huge fans of tokusatsu or Kamen Rider saying like it either was bad or sucks shit and they keep saying things like, oh, the pacing, or all oh, this weird techno babble, and it's just like, you sound so su- fucking stupid. Do you, you have sound- any, any idea how R-word you sound right yes. now? <laughs> <laughs> we can't stop now.
1: <laughs> I, I do like that the movie didn't waste my fucking time. It got right going, like, they got, like, a lot of backstory that they get, just get well, it right out of the this way. This
0: is what I want to talk about before we start into the summary, is, like, fans always think they're so smart but you throw in one thing and you don't explain it they get so confused like babies because a lot of the online thing and we'll talk about this later in the episode is like they kept talking all this like techno babble about prana like what the fuck is like it's just an allegory for a soul it's so it's so simple it's right there they're talking about their souls anyways (laughs) it's a good movie i'm really excited to talk about this yeah, but
1: yeah, it didn't waste my time, like what you just said did. Yeah, And then people talk <laughs> no.
0: about, like, the the ones that I was saying complain about were also about, like, pacing issues, and, like, it did start off a little weirdly paced, but, like, once it, like, kicked into fucking gears, like, it went all the well, way. Oh, you know, is
1: it all from the show, like, the original 60s they, or 70s? They
0: basically did, like, a combination of, like, the first five episodes and then a few later in the season, and then they did a lot of stuff from the manga, too, which was kind of cool, so... Was there a manga first, or was it a show and a manga? It was a manga and show, I think, almost at the same time. I'd have to look that okay. up, but I remember it was like done in tandem, and I forgot what did it was. Did that start supposed. the whole
1: like doing a manga and a show they, they in a tandem few, with each
0: other? They had a few anime series before that were like that, but... Why am I forgetting his name right now? Shitaro Ishimon He was really famous Ishinomori. for like doing the manga with the show at the time, because he also did that for Super Sentai, and then Cyborg 09, Cyborg when that was coming out too. Um... All those he he did a lot of pretty fucking good series. Sounds like he laid all of the groundwork. Like, yeah. my <laughs> you thing...
1: got a first
0: off, and then you got Shusari Ishinomori oh, slightly
1: nice. after. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. That's, that's about a good timeline because Tezuka would have been like the 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, I my favorite thing about him his was like his look and his persona for um, Ishinomori is like he just always has on aviator glasses huge frizzy hair, almost like an afro, and just constantly smoking. like, that's exactly what I imagined this guy would be. Like 100%. I
1: don't know, maybe like Japanese people don't get lung cancer or something because if feel like all those guys smoked and they're all
0: still yeah. friggin' alive. He lived to 2000... Yeah. Yeah. Years old? Yeah, 2000
2: years old. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, it was... Pretty normal for a... <laughs>
0: he was an ancient sage which I think was really cool. Yeah. Uh, um,
1: the um... original name, Lazarus. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's gotta dig that grave. You know, Nick came talking about it. Anyways... It's a good music reference. Um, <laughs> we should we should get into the summary of this, but I think before we it, instead of doing this after, I think we should go around the table and do the ranking of the Shin movies, which might give away how we're going to feel about the film, but I mean, there's only three of them, so. Okay. I'm going to start with you, Kevin. Me first.
3: Oh boy. Hatsy. Uh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got three of them. Three. One, two, three. One's the best. Three's the worst. Right. Okay. Transformers number point... one. Transformers two. Transformers <laughs> yeah. three. Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, Number one, Shin Godzilla. Yeah. Number two, Shin... Try carefully. Ultraman. Okay. It's fine. And number three, Shin Kamen Rider. I think that's going
0: to... I think I'm going to say this moving forward. I think that's going to be the common one we see for most people. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah.
1: Shin Kamen Rider. This is Luke talking. Shin Kamen Rider, Shin Ultraman, Shin Godzilla.
0: That's
3: three to one?
1: Yes, that's three to one in the proper order and i've only yeah. seen
3: Was so that was like least to worst or worst about be- or best to worst?
1: it was worst to best i feel like that's you still you end with the good that's, that's oh, the way i crap, think it works. it's oh fine. crap you man. said the number so it's okay a yeah. yeah, real piece of shit move man <laughs> oh Just... <crap>. okay well
2: <laughs> real
0: bad behavior <sighs> zach
2: i've only seen chin common rider and i so... put it at the bottom yeah, <laughs> yeah. number three <laughs> Shin Akuma number two, and I'd, I'm just naming other things with Shin in it.
0: So. Yeah, I think if you get the chance, Shin Godzilla is definitely worth it to see, because I think it's just an amazing film by itself. Shin yes. Ultraman, I think, is a good sell. If you liked Shin Kamen Rider, you should definitely check out Shin Ultraman. <laughs> if anything, I might say it's like a little bit more lighthearted and fun. But for my ranking, this is one oh, yeah. to three, because I'm, I'm going the Kevin route. You already know I'm going to say Shin Kamen Rider. I, listen, I know technically... It couldn't but, be any other way. Yeah, technically, on a level... Shin Godzilla is the better film. But for what I love, my little kinks and fetishes, I gotta put it at the top, baby. (laughs) That's fair. Because it hit, listen, last night it was hitting all the buttons. Just, all of them were, it was like, just being pushed, it was like keys in front of a baby jingling the whole time. should have seen Brandon writhing in his seat at the movie theater.
1: (laughs) I I don't know,
3: I kept having to get up to pee, so I didn't see him too often. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned like, the keys jingling kind of thing, because... I didn't know much about Kamen Rider. To be fair, I didn't know anything about Ultraman going into that, but still, you know, had a blast. Going into this movie, there was a lot I felt like I wasn't grasping in the same way some people were. Like, there was a guy in front of us who was like, Yo! <laughs> shit! That is so sick! Yeah. I, Ever, so, he was I, familiar with the source material. I was not. And then it just reminded me of, like, how I've heard people talk about, like, the Super Mario Brothers movie, where, for me, it was like, I could not break out of the mindset of being like, Oh! 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 Like all the <laughs> sort, <laughs> I agree with that.
1: Yeah. That was the most enjoyment I got out of the Super Mario Bros. movie was just seeing stuff in the background. Like, oh,
3: he's playing Kid Icarus. That's yeah. kind of cool. Right, and people talk about the pacing in that movie being an issue, I and mean, I saw it, I'm like, I didn't pick up on that. But then I saw this movie, didn't know all the deep backstory stuff behind it, and I also thought I had pacing issues, personally. Yeah, no, it's I, I will say I think I, been, would.
1: I think I probably would have gotten more out of this movie if we didn't see it in the theater with a bunch of other people because a lot of times like people laughing at things that just aren't funny.
3: That is something that happens so much. It's like we this... were
0: talking about that before you got here. Yeah. And I just like I feel like when you have a certain crowd, which is we're going to say the anime crowd, you get a lot of neurodivergent people in a room. A bunch of R I, words. I've, I've never, have never seen
3: more phones open with Discord in yeah. one room in my whole life. <laughs> Which I, I mean, I
0: think because to prove I'm on the spectrum or neurodivergent, I want to grab all those ones and be like, "The movie's fucking playing. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Pay attention." Um, yeah, it was. I will say this though, and I'm I think I'm in agreement with Zach here. The guy in front of us was really fucking funny though. <laughs> he it was, was great.
3: Like I love that when the second camera comes like, he was like, Yo, it's number two <laughs> like, <laughs> He it's like I think like sometimes the issue with that happening is like they have like one funny thing that happens and then they kinda like see it as encouragement and they keep and going. and they continue to say and then it's like to diminishing returns. Like there was one other guy like during the movie, during the bat scientist segment. Yeah. And then he goes, like when they show the bat the bat scientist, he goes like Batman, Batman. Yeah. zero laughs. Yeah, I went laughs. yeah, and then not, not not a peep out of him the rest of the movie. Which is what should happen. Actually. Yeah, and the other guy was like, he had okay, he kind of caught us all off guard. He says, like, he's like, yo, he got the Adidas. <laughs> yeah. We all laugh, and then he he got, he got a, decided, I'm going to say something about everything now. I yeah. feel like
0: he had a decent batting average, but yeah, he could have been a little more quiet. But also, he it wasn't. I I've he was had, making real laugh. I've yeah. had
3: much worse, and
0: I think yeah, we could shout out the guy in front of uh, in front of us. He won me over by then. He's pretty pretty, pretty funny.
3: Oh, so we were talking, like, after the movie, like, because he was, like, talking, he's like, yo, they got this, you know, yeah. and we're like, he left by himself, I don't think he came with anybody, he was, like, <laughs> he was, like, sharing trivia that with, that makes like, me love him even more, though. He was though. sharing trivia with everybody around him. Oh, uh, I should have talked to him, I, I gotta talk
0: about this before we get, this, oh. the longest we, we've been waiting to go into a summary for an episode, I think. I got, I got shafted by a fucking nerd. It was brutal. It was. I watched this happen. It was like I was murdered. A guy comes out and he's talking with his friends and I'm like I don't think I'm gonna interrupt, but I just have to say he's wearing a Common Rider Ghost uh, shirt, which is one of the series from like the modern Common Riders. It's like not as much as well loved as the other ones because it had a lot of issues, but it has mm-hmm. like a lot of heart. Really cool suit designs. Fight and choreography is great. So I go over and I'm like, hey, that's a really cool shirt. And like I don't think he heard me. I'm like, hey, really like Common Rider Ghost. Like I heard you. And then I was just like. Oh, I didn't hear him say that. I thought I I thought he said thank you, and then he just turned away. I was just I was like, I could beat you up. I could do it. I could fucking fucking take you, dude. I have a black belt for real, man. I didn't
3: know about that second part. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't know.
0: I just like um, I, I. could have fucking been so brutal. I'm like, you, we all know Ghost is the fucking worst series, dude. I'm going to break it down you for you right now. You should have really, yeah, broken down there. <laughs> like, you could have even fucking wore, like, a Conrad writer Cuba shirt, and that would have been better than fucking Ghost, you piece of shit nerd, you R-word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to stop this joke now, because it's probably bad. We need a new R-word. But, like, yeah, that guy's... Like guy, a shin <laughs> R-word or something. We do. <laughs> I think it's neurodivergent. Um... Uh, <laughs> he he fucking murdered me i was just fucking dead on the ice after that i wanted to make a new friend he had a common rider go shirt it was a surefire thing we could have been buddies on discord uh if you're listening though we should still be friends um okay let's get into actually talking about the movie finally i mean as we all know from this podcast i'm a huge common rider fan it's last of the shin series it's the only one he directed by himself, which is why I don't think it's quite as good.
1: Yeah. As Wait, did he not
3: two. do Shin Godzilla? He, he, did. he
1: co-directed that with a dude who directed Shin Ultraman. And his,
0: he's been his writing partner since, like, fucking Daikon.
1: Four uh, days or when they were doing okay. that. Yeah, oh, I, I didn't know that part. Yeah. So his...
0: I gotta look it up. Fucking Shiro's name down. Um, his friend is a famous tokusatsu director. He did all of the modern 90s uh, Gamera movies, which were pretty I well love Yeah, seen. I thought that he Ooh. did some
1: Gar- Gameras. And, but this, this movie with Anno... By himself directing, it sometimes reminded me of that movie Versus, which we did a movie. I know, we we, we did a movie directed by that guy. We we? got we just gotta
0: fucking do Versus. I love also. It's
1: also maybe wait because I'm saying that in a bad way. No, I think Versus looks like crap. Oh, it looks awful. (laughs) Yeah, it's part of the That's the
0: spirit of Tokusatsu, though. It looks like complete shit, Uh, but it's so fun. Spoiler alert. Hey, just wanted to let you know if you're trying to avoid spoilers, this is where we start talking about the plot heavily. If you want to hear our reviews, you can jump out to about 58 minutes and 5 seconds. It's about 58 minutes, so see you later. But especially that opening, like it, like I said, the movie doesn't waste your time.
1: It starts out, uh, Hongo's already been broken out of uh, Shocker. Right. And they're on the run from Shocker agents. But they're being chased by these two uh, trucks that I guess are part of Shocker. Those are trying to take Cayman Rider back. Yeah. But you can tell, like, they're moving so slow. Like, it's definitely one of those where, okay, we're going to shoot it slow because we can't shoot it fast so that we can actually do stuff, but they don't do anything to it to make it look like it's faster. And I guess they do do quick cuts, but it's just very obvious how slow they're going yeah. during this chase scene. Which I
0: I almost want to say it is a send-up to Tokusatsu because that's what they have to do all the time. But also, I think he was he's more clever than he was with that. But it did look kind of cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, I loved it when, like, they get knocked over, and then uh, Rurika, is that her name? Yeah, that's the one. When she's confronted by the Shocker agents, and they're going to take her in alive, and then Cayman Rider goes, and goes all Green Ranger on him. But he, like, the way, I love that the punches them and he like punches through them and it's like Yo. blood splatters i know everywhere. it's like
0: it's one of the first scenes but that's definitely like the highlight of the film i think other oh than make for little, sure little... yeah okay i'll say well that. the the, yeah, the maybe the the, sh- the clone sh- uh common writer fight later that's fucking so lit. Yeah. that that was great yeah God, it was so ridiculous we'll get there i, I how excited I am about this movie and how much i enjoyed it is i want to get to another point about this movie to talk about right now but we gotta keep going so
1: well there's times when he would do this and not so much in this first fight but in the other fights where he would do it with the quick cuts like how they did like Sentai and all those old shows because like you couldn't the people wouldn't learn extensive choreography so like okay you can jump right we'll jump then we'll cut and you jump again yeah and you just put that all together so it looks like action's happening that isn't and he would do that a lot which I think is more an homage than it is than he actually needed to do that yeah you know, I did like it because sometimes when there were extended CGI bits it didn't look great
2: no I was not ready for all of that blood. Yeah. The first hit, I was like I oh. think he did a really yeah.
0: great job of it's it's not overly gory, but it has enough impact and visceral like tone to it where you're like, "Oh, Jesus Christ." Like, I could it, have liked a bit more yeah. gore if they were going to go that way. Yeah.
3: Think, yeah, yeah, I was kind of like surprised how that happened and they kind of pulled away from that. A
0: it was bit. I think it's really interesting. I don't know if it's like an actual commentary on like, it or how he decided, but like they would actually show if you looked really closely like some people's heads were like caved in. Yeah. But then you'd cut Just away from stepping like, on so people's quick. people's heads
2: yeah. and like... Um, little side note. I didn't know that... I don't know if it was uh, Seven Samurai or something. The reason you have like in a lot of like anime and Sanjuro. Like, is it Sanjuro? <laughs> yeah where the thing glit like that there's a the, m- the blood hose broke yeah and there was like a samurai fight and blood shot everywhere uh, yeah
1: well and, yeah it so, almost lifted the actor up like, yeah, look yeah. up look, look up Sanjuro on youtube and that'll probably be the first thing that pops up i was like
2: oh i had no idea I thought that was the really sequel
0: neat. to yojimbo which is one of my yeah, favorite like, there films of all time.
1: yeah yojimbo's awesome and i've had a I think I have a Criterion version of Sanjuro I've had forever, and I still haven't watched it. But yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. That that, yeah, that inspired, like, go- gory movies. Yeah, that
2: spray. Man, like,
1: Which fucking, I'm so glad that accident. What a happy accident. What a yeah. great thing for <laughs> yeah. humanity. Yeah, That and uh, the accidental stunt
0: from Road Warrior. Yeah. That almost killed the dude. Oh, I forgot about that too, man. Man, Miller's been through some real crazy shit too. <laughs> It's funny that you have that guy and he does happy feet as well. I can never get over that. Well, I think when he was
1: in this, you know, subject, but when
0: I think he did uh,
1: Fury Road, to be like, there, see, I can still do it. Now yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do Babe Three, yeah. which will probably be great. <laughs> yeah, Babe, babe three, Two, Babe Two, better than Babe. Great. Yeah, like, great that's, that's a great subtitle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> babe that's Three, a, better than Babe One. Yeah. This is going way back
0: to the director and the writer. He was working with his other Tokusatsu guy, uh, not, know, was, uh Shinji Higuchi. Um. Yeah. He's 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 pretty great. I really did like him as a director for Ultraman or Shin Ultraman. Um,
3: Was he the inspiration for the little boy? From yeah. Neon Genesis Evangelion. I
0: think. I, no joke. I think he did use his name when they were writing partners. They just needed a name for him, so they just took his name. Okay. And used it For Shinji. Shinji. Yeah. I watched a YouTube video about it. So I'm sure it's true. Um. <laughs> yeah. I love I love content creators and YouTube guys because the, you will have those whole videos and whenever you watch them, if you're like me even for tokusatsu stuff whatever. they say i'm like yeah that's gotta be true i'm not gonna yeah, check it yeah no.
3: oh. there are links in the description i'm not gonna click on them but yeah. they are there he wouldn't put them there if they were fake yeah. yeah um yeah i should go over that
0: so we got into the director of the writers of this too uh Hidekyano also was the only writer on this which i thought was interesting he i mean i gotta say this Hidekiano is like me he fucking loves common writer yeah but it's uh i mean if you've read that manga his wife does about them it, it's discussed a lot um, you can see a lot of references in his work, but, the the actors we had, too, the main character, Takashi Hango, who's our common writer, was, uh, Sosuke Ikimutsu, um, I think he was an amazing actor. He I killed think. the performance, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know it's, like, a modern trope, but he was doing the whole PTSD main hero having a hard time dealing with it, but, like, there's so many scenes where, or, so many scenes where he'd just be, like, visibly shaking, but, like, really convincing, like, this guy's fucked up. Well, there are a
1: few times when he was shaking, and I... You shake maybe a bit too much where yeah. it looked like. I wonder if it was just cold that day. It's yeah. <laughs> like he's just having to like, like shaking from that. No, because yeah. it was more so like he's like just shivering where yeah. it just doesn't look natural. But yeah, he did a good job. He's got that.
0: He's got a good look about him. Yeah, the second common writer, common writer number two, was played by uh, Tasuki Imoto. I he fucking what a charismatic guy. He was punk. great. Yeah. He was great. Yeah, I don't Bay, think you, I don't think he needed Bay. to
1: be in this movie but I guess probably uh, they're probably not going to do another one, so yeah, probably I know, for the I best they, they did it.
0: Uh, though they, they've been in talks, and even Ano said that he does want to do a sequel to Ultraman, or Shin Ultraman, because he didn't get to direct it because of how things lined up, but also he had an idea for a sequel to it, because the series that came after Ultraman was Ultra 7. That's his favorite series. Once again, this is why I'm on this episode, for all this fucking nerd trivia. Uh, also, to get back to the the common writer number two, it's because in the original series there was a number two. What happened well, is because in the post credit scene, I knew that because the
1: post credit scene they show the yeah. two
0: Kamen Riders fighting um, on episode fourteen. Um, the guy who played the original Takashi Hongo, um, I had to look up his name again, but uh, he was also the stunt man and the suit double for Kamen Rider because he—that's how he came up in the industry, which wasn't too standard, but that would happen a lot. And there was a stunt where he had to jump off a motorcycle, and uh, he landed wrong and he broke both of his feet. Like, like clean off from, like, what you're supposed to be doing. Jeez. So he had to go to the hospital and get it all cured. And that's when they had the second Kamen Rider 2 come in on episode 15 because of that. Um, which was Ichimanji, um, which is what the number two guy is basically in the movie. Um, I think it's really funny because he came back after he healed because of the season was going so long. Um, I gotta look up who played Takashi Hango originally. But he both came back and wanted to play the role and they're like yeah of course it's yours you can come back and we'll have two writers but he's also like and also I want to do the stunt work and they like had to literally like fight him to not do the stunt work anymore (laughs) like if you're gonna be the main actor listen you did a great job buddy but we don't need you to break both of your legs
1: well the dude who was the second came in writer when he was working for the dude who broke his feet
0: was he playing Hongo or was he playing the other dude? He's playing the other guy. They just brought a new guy in, which was smart on them. Okay. So, which was Ichimonji in the original series too. And that that the original actor of Hongo was uh, Hiroshi to Say they did have other Hongos, right? Yeah, the they've had a few. Hongos they, over the years. They've done like some reiterations and stuff like okay. that. So, um, but that's a fun little tribute. Why they got two of them? We'll get. I to just that. heard the term "original Hongo" before. So <laughs> like, so there have been others, right? Sounds like a really good porn name. <laughs> original hongo just swinging some big hongo around um getting back to the plot yeah like you said they get right into it they don't waste any time in this movie they have the spider cyborg which like they call him Ogs in this which is kind of a fun term but like he both shows up and he's like just an exposition machine like oh you're fully restored i can see you're using your prana now you're so strong with your prana here's your game tutorial about how to use your prana correctly (laughs) like yeah he was i was gonna say he's like the tutorial boss yeah Yeah.
1: the the professor or the spider guy because the professor says a lot about yeah the professor
0: does too uh when he shows up basically like they get away from the spider guy after he pulps everybody up in a really cool scene and they're kind of like doing a lot of exposition where like they're meeting up with uh you know ruriko and then also uh her dad which is Professor um and he kind of explains all this stuff and it is like once again it feels like a video game it's like you must get your prana levels up if you want to have the proper strength to take on yeah. these other cyborgs and here's how you use your belt and also make you do these cool things where your face turns into like a weird grasshopper thing um yeah the whole i should say this too for like uh we haven't done it in a while but amath Paul's drag race about the style and uh, suits and design in this film <laughs> It's fucking killer all around. I feel like the suit designs were really cool. Even just like the civilian wear of like the two agents they work with, which were named Taki and Tachibana, which were references to the original show because of the two people they worked with. I like that they had that very simple like G-Man look to them. But uh, even, like, Ruriko's, like, how Yeah. Great drip. Great drip all drip around. Drip around. Yeah. I love that they gave him little trench coats with the scarves. It was, it was yeah. I mean, it, it's just yeah, it's a very weird.
3: iconic look, you know. You can't change that.
0: Yeah. And jumping ahead, too, when they get to the, the lost cyborg, who's, like, an old friend of Ruriko's, um, the whole thing, and, like, it's over-stylized, but it really reminded me of, like, Kill Bill for her outfits and her gang. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. That whole sequence. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's the only part where, like, that whole bit goes on a little too quick because I liked all that there's finally like a little pathos with Rurika because yeah. she was also they she was a little off sometimes like mostly she was very like stoic and I liked that but then later on she wasn't quite so stoic but just kind of yeah. didn't really feel natural they're just like okay she needs to not be like this in this scene so yeah. I
0: I feel like it was kind of like it was that build-up, like, oh, she's gonna get killed off or something, of, like, they want to make her a little bit more soft before she goes, so you feel for her character.
1: And, yeah, they could have had, uh, the Wasp Og be, like, the final big Og, because they had, a uh, Butterfly Og, yeah, which, which is her brother, her brother yeah. which I didn't realize earlier that, uh, he, when, when uh, the Cyborg K was talking to, like, uh, Screensaver that that yeah. was supposed yeah. to be her brother oh, in the cocoon yeah. okay. oh i didn't pick up on that i didn't i was yeah. like what
2: happened to the zordon guy well he, i thought it was because
1: later when they're doing the exposition they're talking about an ai i thought there was like an ai like the supreme intelligence from marvel comics right that yeah led the entire group but in. that's
0: actually k which is confusing well
1: um, yeah cuz they talk about like they're were designed to bring about the most happiness for humans so it's like a, when I was like, okay, humans can't be happy, so we'll kill all of them, and that'll bring bring people happiness. It's like a Final, fan, final Fantasy villain. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I wish yeah. I
0: did kind of like that spin for him, so I think it, he did a good job as the the final boss, the brother. The white um, scarf. The white scarf was a really cool mm. touch. His, his whole outfit and all that was Oh, he looks fucking out. cool. That's yeah. really cool. <laughs> I mean, it you know what? There's no other way to put it. You hit the like the nail on the head. Big Sephiroth energy all over yeah. that guy. Yeah um but yeah they they don't they don't explain much they just keep going in this film but i kind of like that because i think it's an art that people don't realize but if you do techno babble in a show like this or like let's say like the star trek series you just have to keep going with it and you don't stop to explain it because if you do you'll realize how stupid it sounds yeah
1: i don't want didn't want the movie to be three hours but i think it maybe could have benefited from a bit more. late i i don't know because, yeah, you don't want to add, put anything in there and then have it be boring yeah. and have exposition bits that yeah. just drive you crazy. But it's also, yeah, I could use some more pathos. Yeah. Because I felt like you had that with the Wasp bog and Ryorika, but then, like, oh, she has a brother now? Yeah. That she's going to kind of mention, but you don't really see him until
0: he's butterflied. And he only exists in the techno babble of, like, my brother's going to emerge from his cocoon soon. And you're like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Like also, all it's like a butterfly. So
1: they're only half siblings. Yeah. Because their well, yeah, mom's a computer. Yeah, her right, mom some
2: mom hot was a could computer, happen. right? Yeah. So, yeah. And he had a real mom. Yeah. yeah. Not she that have mo- computers can't be moms. I'm not trying yeah. to lie. Yeah. <laughs> You're
0: going to say this during Pride Month? Are
1: you fucking serious? <laughs> or or uh, during, um, I guess it was last month, uh, Asian Pacific American, Pacific Asian American Day uh, yeah, month Pacific or something. Islander, yeah. 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 Cause yeah, my Google keeps reminding me. Like, I don't people. give a shit. Yeah. Tired of this woke liberal Google agenda. Would you like to know more? Like no, thank you, Google. So, okay, Guam or whatever. I don't know. What. Now, 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 transgender people are drinking beers, not in my America.
0: God, that whole fucking boycott thing's so stupid. Oh, it,
2: I, this has nothing to do with anything. Uh, but off, I saw, Hank. I saw a bar doing like a beer delivery. Yeah. And the Miller Lite guy was like. <laughs> super hype and then I saw that the Budweiser guy was coming too and he looked terrified oh my like god like he was pushing it he was like hiding behind it he's like I gotta get this shit in here and get on the road you know this sh- whole transgender thing yeah yeah. wasn't Dylan, that like two months
0: ago it's uh, not gonna long, stop yeah longer what, than that
2: was her name Dylan something
0: Dylan oh yeah I gotta remember but well, less, like, also I thought they like immediately caved on that they, <laughs> they gave they gave one of those like Half apologies, nothing meaning salad words that they did of like, the CEO was like, we think everybody should enjoy this, but we're also sorry if it made anyone upset.
2: Which is stupid. You should just like, go for like, yeah, be I'm, like, yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. Like, <laughs> deal with it. Like. We think
1: everybody should be able to drink our crappy beer. For yeah. transgenders or the people who want to kill them. Bud yeah. Light <laughs> yeah. is for queers. I don't
0: know if you've ever been to Boys Town, but yeah. come on, man. You, you're you the one who's in the fucking dark, you fucking alt-right idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's so stupid. Um, yeah, no, it's that thing of like, I I remember people making a comparison of like when left boycotts happen, it's like being peaceful and then getting shit on. But if it's like an alt-right boycott like they do with Bud Light, it's just like calling bomb threats and killing people all the time, which I get why the Bud Light delivery guy looked that way. He looked like he's been going through it. It's a living. Listen, when you come for us on the leftist when you boycott, we're like, hey, you know what? We're going to vote, so you better watch out. Think about what you're saying, because we're going to vote really hard. By (laughs) mail. (laughs) And the people we vote for aren't going to do what we want, so think about that. At least you get to like your politicians. Yeah. how about yeah. this escapism though oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's right shin common writer the movie i've been waiting for two years but let's go off on this tangent instead uh, no i it's the public thing is fucking funny though um yeah getting back to the story it, it kind of goes like like we were saying it, it starts off a little slow with like exposition, but then it just kicks to high gear where they're like hey there's four oggs left let's go fucking i love them. that
1: too because like okay now i know that i can count so i know how much longer the movie has <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah i did appreciate so it. they added a yeah. fifth one yeah so like it was it was they added a fifth one but i respect what they did the second one they go to Melee, which is the scorpion ogg, is this one woman i hope it once again stellar awesome look but she's doing the whole like anime villain girl of, like i'm so crazy i'm gonna murder the everyone <laughs> femme fatale. Yeah. Doing the land. yeah but i love that like she's getting carried away and killing all these guys like they're gonna they gotta do something about her she's strong and then a bunch of more guys show up and like okay we they just her. shoot her yeah, yeah. they just <laughs> shoot her the function. main cast so. and it is once again the the two guys uh who play the agents uh taki and Tachimata. the guy who played taki is also the actor from Shin ultraman who played the Shin ultraman um I love that they just oh, yeah, they, yeah. they just cut to him, and they're like, okay, she's eliminated. Like it, was, it's, <laughs> it is honestly a very funny scene of how they cut it, of like, yeah, okay, we did a good that job. That was really funny. Yeah, there
3: was, like, so, uh, we haven't spoken much about the humor in this movie. It feels, like, very understated in a smart way. Like, well, I think the scene, like, jumping ahead briefly, but the scene at the end, like, towards the end where he does the backflip on, oh so so on the Oh, my God, it's so funny. It just was like, he's like, like, I understand you have to deal with this in your own way. He's like, I know. <laughs> it doesn't make like, yeah, you laugh, movies again. Yeah, sometimes I,
1: it, it, understated, but also when the audience would laugh, it just any stupid thing. It's yeah. kind of hard to. Yeah, tell. that's true.
3: Or, or uh, I think it was right after the the wasp. Og, no comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Which it, it kind of was funny how he said it like that. Um, yeah, it was. It there's a lot of really great humor in this film that I'm glad. Like they have so many weird, funny touches when we. They, the scorpion lady gets eliminated so they go to the wasp og after that which was a friend of Ruriko's growing up and they They mention that once they, like you are all saying it's a lot of pathos and kind of emotion for a character because she even says like I don't really technically have a friend but if you were I would consider you a friend and she's like, just, you know, come on, surrender. And also, like, she had a whole town under
1: her control that
0: they kind of just dealt with
1: very quickly by because Cayman Rider dive-bombed the building. Yeah, which
0: I was also going to say is kind of a very, once again, one of the very funny humorous scenes is they get away from the crowd and they basically, like, they're trying to figure out what to do. So, like, he's making her, like, this kind of campfire meal in this really sweet scene. And then the Well, yeah, whole... a
1: couple of times when he just is like, okay, I'm going to run away for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> which also is funny.
0: Um... <laughs> And that's one thing I did, like, they, they did a good job of making Hongo's character really understandable and well-developed, of, like, he's a peaceful dude and he doesn't want to kill people, but also when he puts the suit on, it makes him want to murder everyone really yeah. hard, so it was really fun watching that dynamic, but, like, when he runs away during that scene and, like, they're having a little campfire, the zombies show up, but they're going so slow, like, they're still having a conversation, packing up all the gear, and it generally was a really <laughs> funny scene. It's like, yeah, they're going slow, we got, we got time, we can figure this out, um... Yeah, I mean, I think Anno is, he, he, he does have a decent to good sense of humor, so it really kind of came out in this film, too. Um, yeah, so, once again, going through the beats a little bit quicker, because we got a lot of tangents here, of, uh, they get to the Wasp Og, they have the talk, and basically it's like, no, I don't want to surrender, because I do want to take over the world, that's what my happiness would be. It's like, well, we gotta murderize you, sorry, buddy.
1: Well, he also skipped over Bad Og, I know we mentioned Oh, them, shit, but... yeah, we got Bad Og! Which why Bad Og is the only one who, like, looks like his animal just all the time.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think I skipped over it because it goes kind of more fast, but also he gets fucked up so good. <laughs> like, there's Well, that's the part where I liked that part because it made me think of like uh,
1: No More Heroes. Yeah, like the, it like really the felt like 10 assassins it. Where you've yeah. got this uh, big personality and they've got this whole plan where they have the bat virus that's able to just control people and if he tells them to die, they die. Yeah. And it makes that entire stadium
0: filled with people die and that's cool. And it's I think it's a scene where a lot of people who've not enjoyed the film get too wrapped up in the techno Babble because they're just talking back and forth like I made this vibe with the prana but like oh, I did the prana sequence code so that when I got infected I'd be able to stop it. And you know what? I think that's great. It's stupid. It's just like, there, it's basically like listening to kids in a preschool say, like, well, if you have a gun, I have a giant bazooka, that kills your gun. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's what that's it exactly is. That's exactly what it has to be.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it was a 60s children's show. So yeah. Just
0: like, oh, yeah, I technobabbled your babble." Technobabble. But he realizes that his virus I is I recombobulated the bleeps and the bloops. Yeah. That's <laughs> basically the exact conversation. And when he realizes this, he's like, okay, well, I have to get out of here. And then Rico, I think to the credit of the character, just pulls out a shotgun and shoots off one of his wings... So he's like trying to get away. He's like, well, I'm flying too high where you can't get me. And then his bike just turns into a jet bike and then he kicks the shit out of him. <laughs> I mean, very quick. That's why I skipped over because I forgot about how fast it went. But also kind of great overall for that whole scene. Uh, he also kicks him so
3: hard that his, like, whole shoe's just covered in blood for a scene, which is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that was a good shot, yeah, when he's standing there, and you see the one, like, bloody footprint. Yeah, there's a second of I'm yeah. just, like, looking down at it, too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, that was, like, the only time when it was one of the big bads where there was some blood afterwards. And yeah. I think it was also because they... Definitely we're portraying Bat-Og as, like, pathetic. Yeah. He works
0: with test tubes and beakers. Or maybe they <laughs> used
2: the entire blood budget for that first fight. Yeah. Well, another <laughs> fun, so much.
0: Another fun that. detail we kind of skipped over is that when anyone who's part of the Shock Organization dies, they turn into, like, this weird sud that just goes off into, the, like, the wind or the ground afterwards, which is from the show, uh, it's a good nod because they, they had such a weird thing where there is some episodes where he would kick them to death, they would, like, turn into suds like that. And sometimes they just explode. So I guess Ano's like, "We're doing the suds." So the flying
1: sidekick was always his finisher.
0: Yeah, was that you know from the theme song jump? Yeah, kick. kick. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm glad they did. A, I mean, all it's the, all in the mind. All the times he did the the common rider kick, as well as number two, it was pretty dope in this movie. They did really good shots of that. Oh, they definitely—they're like,
1: if you knew nothing about him, you'd know that was a thing from the show because okay. they
0: really wanted you to see it. Yeah, they did a good job with that. Okay, so getting back to the Wasp Bog, they also were introducing, like, in the background when they were talking to the Cocoon Butterfly brother, they also show you that there's another common Rider now that they brainwashed, and then they're just talking about, like, oh, what are we going to do? It's like, oh, don't worry, we'll figure this out. Um, and then they get back to the Wasp fight, like I was saying. <clears throat> it, 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 once again, they get into more of, like, the pathos of Hongo, where it's like he realizes he's going to kill the Wasp friend, so he stops himself the two government agents show up and they kill her because they're like, well, if you don't do it, we're going to have to take care of it. And Once again, this is more just about the characters. It all goes kind of fast. And I will admit, like once again, with the pacing, I feel like this is when it kind of like hit a bump, but after this, it kind of got back on track afterwards. Well, yeah, they
1: shot her with a bullet that had the uh, Scorpion Ogs venom in it. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think, like you said, this movie doesn't waste your time. So anytime there's exposition or a throwaway line, it comes up later. Like, all of the Chekhov's gun in this movie fire off. Because they also mentioned briefly, like, oh, well, we can't send in the common writer for this because the venom actually does kill other Ogs, so they make a bullet out of it. And Like, yeah, it's, I feel like decent writing to good writing,
1: and and serialized show fashion, they never do that plan again. <laughs> yeah, you think they just have like a whole army of bullets? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, we get into more stuff about them explaining prana, and then it's like I said, it's just. It's just any energy from yeah. it. It's like a key
1: from Dragon Ball Z. I mean, once again, Chakra, Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. it's Mako
0: energy or yeah. whatever that. it's that. It's supposed to be a, an allegory for a soul, basically. Um, they finally kind of get through all of that, and then we get to the whole introduction of all of the, the was it again? The chameleon fucking mantis cyborg yeah. he's a three-part yeah. guy <laughs> yeah. thing.
1: But it really mostly is chameleon, which he has that uh, invisibility cloak that right before the fight starts he throws it away after he stabs uh, I who thought who for sure try. we're
0: gonna get like an invisible fight
1: because yeah. it would be cool like if he's like popping in and out yeah. like that's how if he were like a boss in a video game that yeah. would be cool. the difficult part like would go invisible mm-hmm. and like, yeah, oh, yeah. he always gets me at this part also <laughs> All fights yeah.
0: do feel like like no more hero fights where Could they're be. really cool and they build up to it. Once again, we, we went over it a little bit quicker, but the Wasp fight's really cool because she moves at, like, this really quick speed. That was a sick
2: sword fight. It, it, it was a little, like, incomprehensible. Well, I liked her, also so.
1: how he's fight, she's fighting him with her number two, the dude in the yellow suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, he's cool. Like, I'd like to... If it had been longer, I would have liked to see more of the Wasp woman and her stuff because I thought she was the coolest one. Like, yeah. honestly, like, the butterfly guy was kind of... He was alright, but... We'll get to it. Yeah, Close we'll, to we'll it. get to that.
0: Um, but yeah, th- that fight's really cool. And then they get into like I said, it goes kind of quick for the chameleon fight because this is when also Kamen Rider number two shows up. Well, yeah, they he had, they'd already been fighting. <clears throat> yeah, and it's when
1: Odiyoka Uri wrote some kind of code. because She's a computer woman. Yeah. that she's able to put into Kamen Rider two's brain to set him free, so he's not under brainwashing and control. Like, what is it? They say they do something to brainwash you, like. They make it all your happiest thought or something.
0: Yeah, all of your despair turns into happiness. Turn all your bad feelings into good feelings. And, like, I've seen the movie Brain Candy. You don't need to do this plotline again. Come on. Uh, We all loved it. Everybody's favorite (laughs) sketch comedy film. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think only like 10 people saw it. Um, But yeah, they they basically rewrite that. Once again, I'm kind of jumping all over the place because before this happens, they have a meeting with her brother to announce, like, hey, I'm going to take everyone's souls and, like, let them go to heaven. You know, I'm going to kill off humanity. No big deal. She's like, no, don't do that. And he's like, well, we want to. And then he's like, okay, well, we're going to leave now. <laughs> what, they call it the Habitat? Yeah, they call it Habitat. Well, and it's bad, right? The yeah. Habitat's bad. Yeah, she basically explains really quickly. It's like, if you just desoul everyone, they're basically put into, like, this purgatory. They can't yeah. escape. Um, so, yeah, it sounds bad. It's convincing enough that it doesn't sound like a good thing. So. Yeah. Uh, they, they basically have that where number two goes to fight them and then Chameleon shows up. That fight is so sick though. Yeah. Number two and number one fight. And I was into that. Yeah. The duel they have is, I'd say like somewhere between like Dragon Ball Z and then like just old school tokusatsu where they have them like running around, but then they like jump into the air and start doing like a bunch of fists. Like
2: Marvel versus Capcom, aerial Rave kind of level of They
0: did have that thing with like
1: from those Sentai type shows where like, Oh, here's an industrial building that we're just at. Yeah. yeah. Lots of stuff to jump off of yeah. and
0: like using just, yeah, government yeah. buildings. Good on him. And once to again, shoot stuff. I think he, he does such a good job with the action and choreography in this film of like, I still get upset with all of the, like the Marvel universe movie, like fatigue we all have, but like none of them have had like a fight scene. I give a shit about, like I was just thinking about how there's like four to five in this film alone. And I still mm-hmm. can't think of one that's, like, on this level with Marvel There was a
1: very creative yeah. fight in the last Doctor Strange movie. Uh, oh, yeah,
2: and uh, Shang-Chi has, Okay, like, that's true. The, uh, the bus fight's a The bus fight's pretty cool. Okay. And, uh, and the scaffolding fight's a Yeah, I gotta give them that. But, <laughs> yeah. but I, other, I get what you're saying. Yeah,
0: I feel like this film does that thing of, like, I just feel like sometimes we think about the MCU fatigue, but I'm like, I just think they're kind of
3: uninventive at this point no. like, compared to this and other films we've been seeing. Yeah, I haven't seen, like, a fight scene like this in a live-action movie before. Just that, like the way the frenetic like it was almost like it felt slow but fast at the same time yeah they'd like, be punching each other like it was very like calculated at each kick and punch and they just like yeah zoom. And they were running Set on piece.
2: all the stuff it was really cool mm-hmm.
0: it was very it, I want to say like the only way I could put it's like it's very cartoony but realistic like he would speed it up where it's like this seems like something that would happen if two cyborgs were fighting but then he'd have it where the scenes would just pause every once in a while and you'd see them like sparring or punching Yeah, and it's just it, I haven't seen something like that done so well so I thought it was just a really cool look mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which I feel like it goes pretty quick and then when they're fighting the chameleon shows up and kills Rico, which is like we knew it was well, it's after the fight it's kind of over. Yeah. he breaks. He just busts his uh, shit up so bad. Once again, humor in this film, I think, is pretty great because, like, he just breaks his legs and there's so many shots of, like, him just on the ground being like, fuck. Yeah, his legs, like, like, like yeah. backwards. Yeah.
2: Looking like Dave Chappelle in The Prince sketch. See, I was thinking of the, I think of the family guy, Lois falling down the stairs image it was almost like, it yeah, it's almost like took a lot of energy for me to not yell what am i gonna do about my legs eddie murphy when he was <laughs> <Yeah>. crawling towards <laughs> like... you could have been the next uh, sleeper cell that activates <laughs> in the audience of like funny another couch
0: <laughs> and then and that's once again you're, you're judged instantly where if you don't get any laughs you can't do it again exactly i'm glad the batman guy figured out not to do it anymore yeah. hey
3: trial and error i mean we all bomb you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'll see him that so you audience. get better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll
0: see about the next Shen movie, see what the new material he's <laughs> written. <into> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like you're saying, yeah, the, the fight ends and that's when kind of like the chameleon shows up and then... Chameleon Jim, Mantis. Chameleon Mantis. Which, if he would have just been one of those, that would have been cool. Yeah. I mean, if you're
1: going to have him be four things, have him be in the movie more. Yeah. Yeah.
0: His payoff still felt pretty cool because, like, he was there to be a little shit and then get his ass kicked. I'm, like, all for that, so... Well, and he killed... <clears throat> yeah, Ruriko, which is huh. a bummer. They I feel like they do a good payoff because even I always felt like I was getting a little emotional where they, they have it where she gets killed and you're kind of hoping her character pulls through. Hongo's crawling towards her the whole time to try to, like, you know, suture the wound or something. And during that, uh, number two has been unbrainwashed that so he's fighting him. And the fight he has with the chameleon is also really fucking dope. Yeah. Um, he basically gets down attacks right away and just kicks the shit out of him. But at one point, he just hits him in the mask and breaks and He goes, No, my super duper mask. Oh, <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. Probably the best line in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do
0: like that. That's the point where you're like, Oh, you know, this dude's fucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just about to get beat. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really good scene where, like, before she passes away, it's like, Hey, I encoded, you know, my my will to you in the helmet. So just when you get a chance, check that out. Peace out, homie. Turns into, you know, the suds and goes off. Um,. I feel like they do a really good job where I think the pacing is a little awkward before they get to the last fight and the big show off. But I do think it's a really good point in the film where they get Hongo's character more well-developed and they show more of a human side to both the agents as well, as well as making uh, number two's relationship with Hongo make more sense of Ichimanji and Hongo kind of bonding. Um, once again, I think the actor for Hongo is great because he really sells it when he's watching the video of her last will where like, she actually opens up and shows some emotion and like feelings towards him. Like they just got to him, like bawling afterwards, and like I really felt them, like oh man, I feel I feel bad yeah. for that dude. Um, so they get through all that, and then basically like, okay, well let's go kill the butterfly guy at this point. Um, so there's like an argument between him and Ichimonji of like oh I usually work alone, so I'm gonna do my own thing. He's like well I'm gonna go kill him. So like there's a point where he's just like watching me over, but like you know what we're best friends now, let's go mm-hmm. kill him together. Um,
1: and then
2: they fight ten other common writers. They fight once in again, a
0: very dark tunnel. Yeah, that is we I feel like I have to talk about this cuz it's another thing that makes me think about just how fucking brilliant the fight and choreography scenes were. My my instant thought was like it's going to look really shitty or you won't be able to tell what's going on. But, like, I think, because Anno's been at the game for so long, he knew what to do with it, where, like, they have where you can only see, like, their outlines a little bit, and their red eyes, and then they have, like, kind of more dull pink eyes for the main characters. Yeah. And then the lights on all their bikes. The lights stuff. on their bikes, and yeah. then when they shoot off the guns, and, like, it just looks so stylish and fucking cool the whole time. It worked for me, yeah. yeah. I
3: I, I like just the shot of, like, there was a shot of the movie of just all, for me, like, was, like, all the other false common riders like with their bikes up and yeah, dude yeah. the bikes just all of them in a row and they just like had that linger on screen for a yeah. while and they're just yeah. like this is like crazy and yeah. insane it and is
0: completely ridiculous and silly but in a really great way like yeah. yeah, there's one point where they pin down Hongo and they literally just have it where one of them is just flying a gun into his head repeatedly yeah. and he's like I can't take this for much longer man <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when of course Ichimanji shows up and then they kick the shit out of all of them all around just a great fight scene
1: yeah um, it was alright I thought a little hard to see. Yeah, no, but I, I'm clearly I like voting here. But I also, I also get that critique from Nicole. I mean, definitely you want to do, like, a stylized thing like that, but I think it could have been done better.
2: Yeah, maybe juxtaposed with all the other kind of action in the movie yeah. where it's very seen. yeah in the day. it, it felt
1: almost it. like like in a movie when like they make it dark because like this doesn't look
0: very good so let's just oh, i think it's it. definitely i'll <laughs> oh, <to> yeah. see <laughs> i think they realized that either the budget or knowing like how the cgi industry in japan isn't quite up to par with others No, it looks you better know than what? the end of the fight of the final fight yeah which, oh man really I don't quick. i don't know if that was supposed to be a joke or we'll get to it go ahead i think for sure it was intentional which we we can kind of jump to now they they clear out the, the clones, and that fight I really like a lot, but they finally get to uh, the brother, and they're like, he has a talk with him, like, your sister really doesn't want you to do this, um, and he's like, that's too late, I'm gonna do this anyways, so it's like, okay, let's fucking fight. Before they start it, he has like this machine that's collecting Prana slowly so that he can wipe out humanity, they summon their bikes to go into it and explode it so that he doesn't have the resource anymore. And then it's, like, it's the last fight at this point, which is... Yeah, pretty clear. Yeah. I I think we might all have different feelings on this, but, like, I think I really liked it a lot, because it starts off where he's almost, like, moving, like, a modern dance kind of approach of, like, he's doing all these really... huge ballet. Yeah. These huge, exaggerated moves, but he has, like, this, like, force that's going behind it, which I thought was pretty fucking dope. But they do it where, when it connects with, like, the riders, when he's punching them, you can really see the force and, like, blood shooting out of their mouth. So, yeah.
1: It's really a helmet. And that was okay, and yeah, it was cool at first, but then, like, they start, it's supposed to be them getting tired, and then they're just fighting, like, if one of us got into a fight with somebody, we're yeah. just kind of, like, just, like, grabbing at each other.
0: And I think that was, like, 100% intentional on Anno's part, because the whole conversation I really liked this was, I think it was a subtext of, like, you know, why don't you let me do this, you have to realize, like, the absurdity of humanity in just real life. I'm like, oh, it's like the fight they're having right now. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. just really absurd that they're and, doing this. And it just
1: comes a bit too quick, especially with how powerful he was yeah. earlier on in the fight. And there's like no sound in it, Yeah, which also bothered me. It just looks strange. I mean, that's why I thought it was intentional. Yeah. Because all I definitely of... think it was intentional. I don't think it was an accident. Yeah. I'm just saying it doesn't work. Strange
0: decision. Yeah. <laughs> and that reminds me of a Dr. Strange decision. <laughs> Very hard decision. Oh, um, no. What was the strange decision he made? Uh, something about fucking Peter Parker, and I don't know. History. Okay. Was, I still don't quite know what happened in that last No Way Home film. It was good, though. I liked it a lot.
3: <laughs> Anyways, uh, back to the movie. Oh, well, real quick. You know what? Yeah. The two common writers kind of reminds me of that movie a little bit. Oh, yeah. 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 It yeah. could be like a whole fucking multiple. Oh, series. yeah. They hit the pose,
2: too. The, that was. Yeah, they did the pose. That too got me hyped, too.
3: Yeah. That's exactly. Because the whole time I was like, what is this reminding me of? Like, it's like paying homage to something else. Out. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, yes. The multiple spider-man thing
0: yeah yeah that's the whole thing i feel like it's that influence of the multiverse has been like everywhere to the point where like common writers has been around a lot so now they're doing like a ton of crossover movies and like multiverse stuff with it too
1: mm-hmm. it's Also, th- this is off subject but it's like before the movie and i think this is a japanese thing where like they'll have like little short trailers trailers for parts of the movie before you see the movie yeah, yeah. which i've seen in like anime vhs tapes and crap that i have they do crap like that and like But I'm just—I'm about to watch the movie. Why are you doing this? I know, like
3: there was like I didn't know there was going to be two common writers in the movie until like so I got there first and the movie started at seven and then the Fathom Events logo appeared Uh, on screen and it was like a countdown for thirty minutes. Everybody's like, "What the fuck?" (laughs) And we just sat there for thirty minutes as they played the trailers for the movie we were about to see over and over. Yeah, it's like the same like ten
1: clips then they would go through it then they would. i didn't know yeah it, yeah, it was like there some was stuff uh, in the end
3: of the movie too i
2: was like well, what and i because i thought i didn't know anything and i was like oh are there gonna be multiple movies and it's like oh no that's like the whole yeah that's the whole movie <laughs> i <laughs> think once i
3: started to realize that during the movie yeah. we were watching and i'm like oh no yeah. <laughs> well i was almost starting
1: to think like so is this movie like a sequel to a series that exactly was just on, yeah. that they yeah. just ended or something yeah but, yeah. yeah
0: confusing shout out to events for doing a show is that job. why
1: you guys were talking about yeah it's not dead it's gonna be a f-
0: they do they do like specifically they do anime and stuff like tokusats like this film Then they also do like opera and music concerts and they do christian films a lot too so yeah which is why they had that really real tra- or that weird trailer of, like, the cosplayers with, like, and we love Christian films. Yeah. <laughs> probably, like, the... And then
2: why are you dressed like Satan? You yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> Pride Month. Demon. Think yeah. about it. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Probably stuff like that. They would the ones who did, like, riff tracks, multicast. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, we getting back to the last fight, they, they basically... Hongo tires him out, but he knows, it's like, okay, this is probably going to, like, cost me my life. So, like, he hits his belt, so he's losing all of his energy, too. And then number two comes and, like, does a pretty dope headbutt. An epic headbutt. Because, yeah, they have to get his helmet off
1: of him. Yeah. And so,
0: yeah, he just headbutts him
1: until both their helmets break.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, once again, this techno babble that was glossed over very quickly in the film, but they say that basically, like, once it's off, you won't be able to retain his pride and he'll pass away. What they
1: should have done with the
3: fight, make it like the fight from They Live. Yeah, like, no Dad, dude, just I, that <laughs> I felt that way. Dude, I thought of that fight during that movie, like during mm. that scene in the movie. I was like, "This reminds me of like They Live." Yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be funny
0: if he did pair like a like a pair of sunglasses on his face yeah. after he broke the helmet. Yeah. Oh, and the reason he headbutted him was because during the fight, yeah. the butterfly
2: guy broke Common Rider number two's both of his arms. Yeah, yeah, he, like really wrecked his shit.
0: Yeah. Once again a, a testament to how great that actor is that he number two. He's really funny and silly the whole film, but I like that after they got their ass beat the first round, he's just like, Oh, this really hurts <laughs> like, whoa, this sucks. Oh man. Yeah, he was he was a he was a treat. So yeah, it's uh it, it cost Tongo his life, but also he kills off the butterfly. There's this whole once again techno babble about his helmet retaining the soul of Rico, but then she's like, Well you can join us and he's like, There's not enough room for us, so I I, I bid you do. It was still touching. Yeah, and I roll. was confused
1: with that because I was like uh, the brother was able to go inside the helmet, but the helmet should have contained Cayman Rider One and
0: Ryoruki and the brother. And like I said, hey, you can't do that Three's a crowd. Yeah, as simple as that. All of threes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that one's not really explained, but it's it's. Fun. Yeah, i was just a little confused by that. Like it's a fucking computer. I don't. I don't. I don't. Know. Know. Well, I don't I, know. she says she only put her will in the yeah. in the helmet, right? Yeah. Okay, this it's true. So maybe it's only a one soul system. Yeah. But yeah, they, they finish it off where he's passed away as well as the brother sounds, just number two. They do like a kind of a nice rumination of it afterwards I'm like, oh, I'm kind of alone. And the agents show up and like, hey, do you want to help us? And it's like, sure, whatever. And it turns into kind of like a buddy cop movie at that point. They restore his helmet and then basically you find out Hongo's inside of it. So it's kind of like a nice send off at the end And he gets red. that new outfit. The new outfit looks dope. But it's also like the outfit at the end of the movie is what the original outfit looks more like. Ah. Like they use of the greener helmet with the, the black bodysuit and all that um yeah and that's 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 Common rider baby and uh i feel like uh for the rating system for this we'll just get right to it five out of five rider kicks keep it simple okay i mean i'm i'm sorry i'm gonna go first it's nostalgia talk and i love this series from when i was a kid when they had mass rider after power rangers and it was a real shitty bad adapt adaptation oh, the one we did yeah oh but I still really liked it. So I've been a fan for a while. This hit all the notes, especially as a lifelong fan watching the more recent series. Oh, another
1: thing we forgot to talk about. They never really did anything with it past one joke. When Cyclone is following them as they're walking to like the a safe dog. house, yeah. yeah, I
0: feel like it's definitely like they had a few that got cut. I Probably because like
1: yeah, I like the thought that like if he doesn't like the whistle and his it's fucking uh, yeah. Cyclone just done come one to his side. Yeah. maybe they just didn't want you to feel sad when Cyclone both the Cyclones died to destroy the wheel the yeah. uh,
0: throne. Could add some more pathos though, man. Yeah. I'm saying pathos funny now. Um Yeah, pathos. P- pathos. Porthos. Porthos. Po- Porthos. Porthole. Uh, I'm going to give this a 5 out of 5 writer case because listen personally it's just everything I want it to be I was really happy are there issues outside of the film technically for what I feel yeah of course there is but for me personally it's a 5 out of 5 even even the pacing I feel like for somebody who's not familiar with it could get over it and enjoy it I think no matter what if you showed it to a stranger who has no clue what's going on they're still going to have a fun time watching it so I mean if it wasn't me reviewing it it'd be like a 4 out of 5 but with me talking about it it's a 5 out of 5 it's yeah, okay mm-hmm. yeah and, uh, yeah, I'll pass it to you then, Kevin, again.
3: Sure. Uh, well, like you said, so this is the third and possibly final of the Shin series. Yeah. Uh, my first was Shin Godzilla. Saw that, I think, in theaters when it came out here. Yeah. And it blew me away. It felt like uh, a movie... It felt more, like more of a movie movie than a lot of other Godzilla stuff I'd seen. It felt, like, more maybe palpable to a mainstream audience as well. Yeah. And I felt... The same with Ultraman. I knew nothing about Ultraman going into it. Left I was like, "Ultraman's fucking awesome." You yeah. Know? Um. So I went into this movie with very high hopes because I really, really like, like my favorite song. Yeah, I know. I but let's you know, trigger <laughs> warning. I, Mayor, uh, Mayor Pete, if you're listening to this, uh, try again. Also,
0: time. huge fan of Pazuki. So yeah, him and I know um, used
3: to listen to. They listen together sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They do the two earbuds. Yeah, on the, they're on the bus. And they got the two earbuds. Yeah, yeah, it's like, let's go crash a train. <laughs> um. um so I think like my expectations were pretty high for this movie. Uh, I hate to say it, I, I did not, it's I did not care for it. it. There were some parts I liked. There were some very cool stylistic points, like the fight scenes, uh, some of the fight scenes. Some of them didn't work for me, some did. Uh, we keep talking about pathos. I felt like I didn't care about any of the characters much at all. Um, and even just dropping in on the action, I just felt like kind of at first it got me and then the biggest issue I had was the pacing though like yeah, it felt like it's fair I know it's like a monster of the week thing but it's like Godzilla and Ultraman felt like cohesive movies with like a three act structure and this felt just like thing 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 yeah. thing 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 I mean that's a testament I'd give to Ultraman too is like they were like there's four more monsters for you to defeat so like what Ultraman did right was like they didn't skip all that crap at the beginning of the movie is like a cold open of like all the fucking like kaiju monsters blowing up boof, boof, yeah boof. Like, and it's, it's like their title screen boom title screen boom and this movie this like sit through each and everything and it's like every trope you could possibly think of every fight scene i know common rider is a very old franchise um and there's a lot you know I, I there's a lot of iconic imagery i think like i said there's some amazing shots yeah amazing action sequences a plot i unfortunately couldn't care less about um, no it's fair uh, two common Rider kicks out of five for me you know I'm fine with the two out of five <laughs> it, it pains me all they always worried about like oh
0: how am I gonna say this <laughs> well I feel like like I saying earlier about the online discourse I don't mind people
3: disliking it or even having issues with it but like fans of the series who aren't getting on board like come on man this was made for you like and I like I said I get it like it was hard like when I saw the fucking Mario movie it was hard for me to divorce like my lifelong appreciation of that with like yeah. okay as a, it's, as a movie it's, it's fine you know whatever it's fine but, yeah, I don't know. Just something about this movie just, like, didn't click for me like I was hoping it would. But, again, yeah. maybe my expectations, my hopes were too high-high. Too high?
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah What's I'll, for you a jig? I'll give it 3 out of 5. It was fine. You know, I mean, I went in basically not expecting anything out, out of it. If I expected something, I probably would, would have had a lower rating. But it definitely felt like he wasn't really caring about trying to make a... <coughs> solid movie so much as just putting everything that you would expect out of a Cayman Rider movie into this movie like I, I felt very paint by numbers like that Peanuts movie they did a few years back where like it's just got everything you'd expect to see in a Peanuts movie That's and this has thing. like okay you, you got the you got the quick cuts the spins the kicks the jumps you got the monsters this is a Peanuts and, movie right yeah, yeah. no it's, uh, talking about Peanut Rider
2: yeah <laughs>
1: it could work either way well, the kicks, Brown. the spins, yeah. Oh, yeah. spins. the
3: The augs, yeah.
0: yeah. Charlie Brown's just kicking and punching people with blood shooting out of him, just like, <laughs> turning the pole.
1: Yeah, but I, I wish he'd maybe try to, like, not try and just hit all the stuff from the series and maybe just do his own thing, but... I mean, um, I think
0: that's the reason I really like it, but that's the danger of, like, people outside of the franchise or film singing, of, like, it's, that's what happens when you're a really big fan of something, you make it. Oh, yeah. I yeah, like, fan service. It was pure fan service. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I, was, I was, like, completely on board, but I also, like, understand people who aren't going to be. I
1: still liked it a lot. I mean, it was fine. Like I said, I didn't expect anything. I of something to do for the yeah. day. Something I, to do. do.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it was an endorsement. Yeah. Great way to kill one hundred. Do laundry, minutes. cook
0: meals for the week, write or kick, and then just go to bed. So, <laughs> uh,
1: But, yeah, it, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah. So, yeah, three out of five.
2: I, uh... I went in with nothing. I've seen none of the other Shin movies. I'm not super familiar with Common Rider, but I understand the significance. Uh, it felt like... I had a friend that was like, I want you to come with me to my favorite buffet. Yeah. And then you went, and I took like four or five trips up to the buffet. Yeah. And like, I get one thing, I'm like, this is great. And I'm going to go back up and get something else. And I'm like, I don't really like that that much. Yes. and But then... I think more often than not I thoroughly enjoyed the pieces that were presented to me even if they had the order like the pacing and the structure and the order uh it had a bunch of stuff in it that I just I'm just a total dork for and I enjoyed it I'll give it 4 out of 5 rider
0: thanks. I needed that by the way yeah <laughs> I do I feel like this is the perfect like quadrant of like how people are enjoying this film it's It's going to be anywhere from like a 2 out of 5 to a 5 out of 5, depending on what your mind is going into. Large range. I think it's like a testament, once again, like you said, your critiques are correct, I think, for both of you, like the pacing, the plot, not giving a shit, but also for like people who just like want to see like people kick things really cool, it's like a 5 out of 5. And then I feel like if you are a fan of the series, you'll enjoy it a little bit more, but I think, I think no matter what, you'll enjoy it on some level. I don't think anybody's going to have like a 1 out of 5, or just like completely detest it, seeing it. It's a, it's, 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 in, it's interesting. It's, it's something you, to do. It's <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did this premiere in Japan? Yeah, this one, too?
0: This one came out more closer. Like, Ultraman... Shin Ultraman came out in, like, 2020, and they really pushed it off to this year when it came out. Uh, the it did,
3: really? I thought it, That's
0: crazy. Yeah, I know. It's really weird that they took forever on it. People were like, are they even going to release it?
3: What the um, fuck?
0: But yeah, this came out in uh, Japan in, like, the end of March, so not too much of a long wait because okay. really just about two months. Um... And, yeah, I think even if you have, like, issues with this film, the whole Shin series as is, is a whole, it's, like, a really fun watch, I feel like. Like, thinking about this and then Shin Ultraman and Shin Godzilla, you get, like, a whole wide range that I think shows off, like, both his skills as a director as well as Shinji's skills as a director. And it's, like, I, I'm really happy where it ended up, you know, regardless about how you feel about it. It's a good time. Good, times. good time. yeah. For Stupid Games section.
1: Yeah, because it's technically Podzuki. It's still technically <laughs> Podzuki.
0: Quit
1: stupid games.
0: I did want you guys to just give me a random year, and I'll tell you what the Common Rider series was and what it was about, and if there was one that year or not. Series started in 1971, by the way.
1: Uh, 1988, because that's the year I was born. So,
0: 1988, okay. there was not technically one, and 1989 is when Black, or er, Kamen Rider Black RX came, which was a sequel to Kamen Rider Black, which they usually don't do sequel to series, but the main writer was so popular, they decided we need to do this. They eventually used Kamen Rider Black RX as the basis and pilot for Master Rider when they brought over Stateside for Saban after the success of Power Rangers. Um,
3: How long did the series usually run for? Is it like just a year. A okay. okay. year,
0: usually about 50 episodes. So. Okay. Yeah. it's a lot. Give me, give me a year's 99. 99 was when they rebooted the franchise because it had been dormant since Kamen Rider Black Rx. They did a few movies in the 90s, but they were like, okay, let's take a break. And 1999 is when Kamen Rider Kuga came out, which I think is one of my favorite series of the franchise because it was more of a darker tone, even for a kid's show. I would say it's as gory as Shin Kamen Rider, and it's also more of a procedural where he's working with these police to figure out these strange or like murder mysteries that are happening. It actually feels more like a if you made an X Files show and it was a tokusatsu show at the it's same like time. Like Law and Order special, right? It videos. is, it- and it's like they're trying to figure out these really weird, bizarre, and horrifying murders. Um, and eventually, Kamen Writer Kuga shows up and kicks the shit out of them. But it's the characters are really well done, and it's got a really dark tone. But it's like well earned, not just like being gritty for gritty's sake. Interesting. Uh, I always recommend that one to people. It's also free streaming on Shout Factory TV if you want to watch it. All right, give me a year, then Kevin. Uh, Twenty fifteen. 2015, that would have been Kamen Rider... It's between Ghost when that came out or Kamen Rider Drive. Maybe I might be off on that one, though.
3: Uh, I just looked up Kamen Rider Ghost release date because I want to hear you talk about it. Okay, I was <laughs> right about <I> okay. Ghost. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, Kamen Rider Ghost has a lot of issues. It's directed by a new guy to the franchise. It's really consistent and yeah. really poorly written. Shitty fans. Shitty Rude fans fucking that I hate. fans. I, yeah. sh- I couldn't Even though their shirts are cool. There's the just... shirt was cool, too. It was a cool design. You could have been my friend. Well, you said something though. I was right. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of shirts, <clears throat> there
1: was one dude when I first got there, who was like right before they get to the ticket taker. He was putting on a Cayman Rider jersey that looked so cheap, like it looked like it was made out of plastic, <laughs> like would easily rip. Like a, a one shirt. of like gym class kind of things, you yeah. mean? Yeah, something like that. Like just uh, like the cheapest looking thing ever. And also, he was putting it on like before the ticket take. Like you couldn't have worn that here. Like I don't know what it, I just thought it was a very
3: cheap putting it, nice it on shirt. in the theater.
0: Yeah. Was a yeah a move. Yeah, yeah. like if you're embarrassed, that you're gonna have to wear it to the theater, but you get caught doing it in the theater, that's worse, man. But like I wrote about that in my
1: journal last night, so yeah. <laughs> I just brought it up theater.
0: <laughs> I was just lying in bed thinking, like, nice shirt, man. Come on. He yeah. okay, just said, like, thanks. That's all. That's all I needed. <laughs>
3: yeah i heard you he really, he really <laughs> ghosted
0: you am I, okay ah there we go there it is i think it's the perfect end for this episode other than getting into our recommendations and plugs I'll just kick it off because I got the System Shock remake on Steam. I've been playing that. Mm. If you're familiar with the franchise, it's been around for a little bit, but it's like what inspired Bioshock. They had a company redo it. It's pretty good. I like it a lot so far. I haven't beat it yet, but I've been having a blast. It's really gory. You're going through Shodan, that big old cyborg lady trying to kill you. It's kind of erotic in a little bit of a way. Um, it's a good time. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about all I got to for recommendations right now
1: uh the batman turtles movie it's good i watched (laughs) it the other night so i could listen to the we've got to stop talking tmnt on cbb episode which wasn't very good i like that show but i didn't like the episode about batman versus teenage mutant ninja turtles is that a
3: new movie or is that it
1: came out several years ago they fight
2: shredder in it yeah Yeah,
1: the shredder and rajal ghul team up Good and, yeah, and so the turtles come from New York to Gotham, Trash oh, and Credder, and then they meet up with Batman. Shell in here. I don't know. Rachel Bloom plays uh, Batgirl, and she does a really good job. Well, that's an
0: interesting choice, too, for that one.
2: Yeah. Uh, my recommendation is if you're ever at Regal North on Western, in Chicago, Illinois, there's a Burger King across the street. Oh yeah! And if you buy a giant Coke for two dollars over there, you can just walk into the movie theater with it. Nobody's I don't know there. if they were too appalled by the by the guy ch- changing into that jersey <laughs> yeah. or whatever to notice that I was just bringing a full mug of any kind of liquid could have been. And dude, you know you can make a giant
0: rum and coke or something and go yeah. in there. He did. He did a move for us all to set the bar solo that we could do anything. Yeah. I will yeah. say you should
1: do it anyway because those coke machines they have like the ones that were like state of the art yeah they work like shit now well and
2: then regal now (laughs) i noticed this when i went and saw shang chi because i saw it like that was the first movie i saw like post pandemic and i saw in the movie theater and i was like oh the movie theater and i went to the machine and it was pepsi and I was like, oh. I was like, oh, they're doing bad. Like this is, <laughs> they really. This is a clear sign of like things so going so I,
0: I say that as somebody who does like Pepsi more than I, I love, love, I love like Pepsi. Pepsi. But more it is, coke, it's yeah. the, it's, it's the canary in the coal mine. Yeah, and I mean, listen. Also, we're really getting into it. Wild Cherry Pepsi. That's the superior cola. Nothing can beat that in my book. Oh, the cherry coke. Oh yeah, yeah, Wild Cherry Pepsi is
2: better than Cherry Coke. Yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. If you yeah. tell me otherwise, I'd be like, yeah, I heard you. Okay. <laughs> I just want vengeance. I want vengeance. That's all I want. Oh you really gosh, fucked man. me up. We should have been friends, not enemies. Okay, but yeah.
3: Oh my god.
0: What are you? What do you feeling, Kevin? For plugs um, and recommendations. Fuck,
3: man. I, don't I haven't been doing much else besides playing Zelda these days. It's good. It's a fun game. Yeah. Uh, it's a problem for me, but it's fun. Yeah. A There's a dis- disgusting amount of content and things to do in the game i mean i knew it was game over for nerds when they added crafting to it simple as that yeah i mean that's like that's a whole thing i can't even like wrap my head fully around but then i see that people online are making like fucking like guillotines and crucifixions and stuff and i'm like <laughs> what the hell yeah. like how i, I just I, I think it's like a lot of like younger people who are like uh raised with minecraft or I fortnite think, so. yeah. yeah yeah they're yeah. kind of like they're more like of that I mean, for that kind of thing? It, I'm not. It, it's smart because, like, if you have that itch, you can't
0: deny it in games. Like, one I've talked about before is I, I love this game called Project Zomboid. And it's, like, a zombie survival game. It's I wouldn't even say, like, a survival horror game. It's literally, like, this is what it'd be like if you actually had to survive in a zombie apocalypse. But they added a lot of building mechanics kind of like that as well as, like, Minecraft. It's, it's so fucking fun to dick around mm-hmm. with. Like, because I played Minecraft all the way back in the day for the beta of, like, back in 2008 and like it is like yeah I'm, I'm, I'm just building Legos it's, it's hard to deny yeah. how fun that is digital Legos it's the best yeah it really is but yeah I think I think it's a good place to wrap it up I feel like I wasn't as funny because I was, once again have too much of love for Common Rider <laughs> and I'm starting to realize like this is a perfect oh, analogy we
1: supposed to be funny on this That's the... we're usually I think we're usually pretty oh, so funny
3: would have been nice to get that M.O. <laughs> <laughs> but let's I test feel test like it. it's the perfect I was color. going for
0: sad it's the perfect analogy now for Ano and like the reason I liked it but I think people are gonna have problems with it. it's like when you like something too much, sometimes you just fucking talk about it too much. Like you just mm-hmm. gotta let it breathe.
3: Yeah, I
0: get that. Yeah, I feel like people are gonna like listen to it from ThoughtCops, like, man, Brandon talked way too much. <laughs> <laughs> about that guy with the shirt he just wouldn't let it go he, we should have been friends
3: I know <laughs> that that was so fucked up but I, I didn't know like again like just to say that like I heard
2: you yeah
1: I heard I you. saw him not hear you the first time but then I guess he did hear you yeah, I I was and he let
0: you home. know about it just, man, I really bird. hope
2: we leave and you
0: just keep going yeah. about this guy. This I will thing. release that on the episode. Oh. Barb's tired of hearing about it. Yeah. That's going right, to right. be the thumbnail
1: <laughs> for the episode a picture of that guy. Yeah, <laughs> Faye started standing her, her phone, like... yeah. Faye, our
0: daughter, started standing in her crib, and she'll just find me next to her, just whispering in her, like, it should have been friends. Like, get it? Draw a picture of the dude and then put it in front of a dartboard. Yeah, the at it. Can you, you say you enemy? You know. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I need you to take vengeance for me. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, I feel like our our sign off for the Super Sentai. Yeah, it's one, been a while. And then ours is both different, so we'll just do them at yeah. the same time. Which yeah. is three, two, one. You kick him with a like soccer the ball. Fucking. I guarantee yeah. it. Yeah. We did.
1: All right. Doesn't matter if we got it wrong. Thank you.
3: We regret that you have not yet complied with our order.
0: This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.
2: The words get stuck in my throat.